0: Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host October the God. Today I'm here with special guest Lewis Kelly. How you doing, man? I'm
1: good, thank you. How you doing? You're good.
0: Yeah, man. I'm good. I'm. i um, glad to have you on the show. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a pretty big fan of your music. If I'm being honest, like I've I've had it in my in my rotation for a minute. So it's cool to finally get to talk to you like this. You know.
1: No, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. It's great to say to like have a chat and like it's a lengthy conversation and get to talk about music, which is fucking great.
0: Yeah. So talking about like interacting with people who listen to your music what's that like you know because like i've seen you've done a couple of shows but like being able to see people who like genuinely enjoy your music
1: yeah that's i think that's the reason like mainly i do it um so like my first headline show i had people singing like songs back like, which is like fucking mental because i just wrote these songs in my bedroom not really expecting anyone to listen to them so even just like seeing interactions online but like those in-person interactions are like mad you know and even like you just saying like you're a fan of music and like it's an honor to have me on it's just like it's very nice to like hear that like it brings a lot of joy and it's like reminds me why i do it you know
0: yeah for sure and like with with having songs that like do so well like across across the board and like in different areas it's like what's yeah. that like having success in like so many different regions
1: um so I feel like when I first started, Fox Success was determined on, like, numbers. I don't think it is anymore. I just think um, it's nice to get music out there. It's cool for people to see it. Like, like I go through, like, I see, like, a lot of comments and stuff about the music, you know. some, some Most of them are great. Some aren't great, but, you know, to, like, for people to be listening to, like, my music, like, oh, halfway across the world to me is, like, mental. Um, so, again, it's kind of surreal. As I say, I wrote these songs mainly in my bedroom. Um so for them to leave that room and expand to other people, for people to make like memories with them is fucking it's mad. It's really, really is like surreal. So
0: what's the transition from being like, oh I was just writing these in my room to like, oh if I put this out people are actually gonna listen to it. Has that changed like how you write or like the type of music that you want to create?
1: Um yeah, no for sure. I feel like it definitely has like I feel like Originally, I was just a sad kid writing a bunch of sad fucking songs for people to listen to, um, not even necessarily for myself. I just kind of wanted to get shit out there and vent. Um, but I feel like, I feel like it's very easy now to get caught up in like traps of the industry for like, you know, using like certain types of like melodies and like beats, knowing that I'll do well on TikTok and stuff. I try and avoid that. Like, I don't use TikTok. That's probably not great on my behalf. But like, I feel like. I just want to avoid that whilst I'm creating because I don't want to be influenced by that. I want to make the purest form of art that I have and in the nicest way possible. You know, if people like it, they do. If they don't, they don't. You know, I want to make it because I love it. And if other people love it, that's a given bonus, you know.
0: Yeah. I think TikTok is very, it's very easy to make music for TikTok and not for you. Yeah. People who definitely fell into that pretty quick.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I've got, I've got some friends, like some good friends of mine, like TikTok influencers, like I love them dearly, but it's, it's not for me. You know, I don't, think, I don't think I'll ever be that person. I just want to make music that I love. If people love it. That makes me feel even better. But the original purpose is just getting stuff out and just doing what I enjoy, you know?
0: Yeah, and I think that definitely shines through in your music being very,
1: like, personal and very connected. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad that came across. You know, because like I know, like the whole like lo-fi pop thing is kind of popular. So I kind of wanted to avoid making it like making it sound like I was making it for a like a purpose of it to get big. I just wanted to make music that felt right, and you know that's why like you'll see in the next like next year or so, like there's just going to be so many different like genres and styles just because I want to experiment. I don't feel comfortable sitting with one. I kind of just want to branch out a little, and I'm really looking forward to doing that.
0: Yeah, so, like, on that, what what genre do you kind of classify yourself as? Because, like, a lot of people would put it as, like, indie pop or, like, bedroom pop.
1: Yeah, yeah. The indie pop, bedroom pop thing was, like, a big one. Um, I wouldn't have even put it as anything indie until the last song, The South Stone Kid, got added to Fresh Lines Indie on Spotify. I feel like... Again, like especially with Spotify and stuff, there's just so many genres that it's kind of hard to categorize myself. But like at the minute, it's definitely like lo-fi pop, indie pop, bedroom pop kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So how do you how do you keep that sound unique? Because like with that, it feels like you are kind of put into a box of like, all right, you have to have the melody sound like this, and you have to have these chords play at least once.
1: Um. Honestly, one thing that I've tried to avoid with that is. Like, I know, like, full respect to people who do this, um, but a lot of people at the minute are using samples of, like, all the songs and transposing it by, like, 12, so it's, like, high-pitched and, like, deathbed yeah. and stuff like that. Um, like, I think that's cool, but I don't want to do that. I'm kind of trying to just I, – listen, I write with a guitar in front of me. I always have done – there's no computer in front of me when I write. It's a guitar. All the songs are stripped back, so I feel like I have a lot more freedom with how we produce it when it does come because it just starts off with simple chords and then we can kind of build around that you know and yeah. that's what tends to happen like you know when we're in the studio in the end you know just smoke up get the ideas going and see what's best
0: so are you are you producing some of these yourselves are you like have a producer or are you just like co-producing
1: um, I am really working on trying to learn how to produce properly myself. Um, the guys that produce my music, um, are two of my really good friends called Isaac Kennedy and Ben Lane. Um, they are on the other side of the country to me at the minute. So I ain't seen them for like a hot minute hence the there's not really been much music. I kind of been trying to write and figure out what's best and then when I see them again we'll get going. So I've kind of just been trying to touch upon it. I'm just trying to figure out what I want to bring back to them when we do see them, because, um, like, it's not even like necessarily a sense of loyalty. Those guys just know me better than anyone in terms of sound. And like, I couldn't be happier with what we've created so far. It's not just feeling like I'm sat in a studio with a producer. It's just making music with good friends, having a good fucking time, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's the best way to do it because once you get in there with like too many people you aren't really comfortable with it feels like it does alter the sound e- even if it is just ex- a bit.
1: Exactly that's it and it feels like more forceful like it feels like you've just paid a guy to do your music whereas like when it's when it's those two like it just feels like we're good friends you know we're having a good time we're making memories we're making some fucking great music and it all works out
0: Yeah because it's like you know your friends want to see you succeed and this guy is just like you know, they probably care a little bit, but it's mostly just like, um, this is a job for me, which is like...
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Like, there's there's no shame in that either. Like, I mean, get your
1: get your money, man. Yeah, exactly. You could get that bread. um, But it's just at the minute for now, that's not what I'm looking for. You know, I'm doing it with some very good friends of mine and we're having a great time doing it. So I don't think, don't fix anything that isn't broken, you know?
0: Yeah, so talking about like the stream of music it feels like for a while you were just going pretty pretty constant and then it kind of like slowed up around october and you know you just dropped something this year though and, and- yeah
1: um i feel like life kind of hit me full circle um you know i moved i moved to london um i moved to london i you know had just figuring out what my sound was um, I met someone settling down, and that's that's really inspired me and motivated me as well. Like you know, um, I feel like especially with the new music coming out, it's very very personal, and I feel like she has kind of made me a better person and a better artist with all of that. So it's nice to actually kind of get back out there, um, as a different person, really. I guess, and just. Do what makes me happy and write about what makes me happy you know
0: yeah and like so what's what's the music scene like in london because all right i'm i'm from the states so i don't i don't really okay. know what's going on over there
1: um the music scene in london is fucking nuts it's there's stuff going on all the time it's great um because i am from manchester originally and like you know the history of manchester and where the music is very like band-based you know you've got oasis stone roses happy mondays like you know um so i feel like promoters here are a lot more like willing to accept like solo artists like there's mike Night's, like there's promotions on all the time like it's just non-stop like you if you really want to find somewhere to play in London, like it's no problem. It happens all the time, you know.
0: <clears throat> so do you think being in this like more diverse scene has like helped influence your style as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like I feel like it really like London's like the capital, you know. This is where it's at. It also is where like there's more competition. I feel it really like I feel like London as a city in general kind of just like makes you or breaks you as a person, and I feel especially the same with music. Like I have so many friends that have kind of just given up on their dream because they just didn't feel like they were good enough in the current industry. So I feel like it's harsh, but if you know, it's good to be around. You meet some great people, you get some great connections, um, and I'm loving it here. You know, it's great. Um, So. Yeah, I think it's very hectic and full-on, but, like, it works in a sense that, like, it makes you better for it in the end, you know?
0: Yeah, so talking about, like, you know, not thinking you're going to make it, like, did you ever have that moment where you're like, man, I don't I don't really know if this is for me, or, like, I don't know if
1: I'm, I'm cut out for this type of thing? I feel like, especially, like, in the period of not releasing anything, watching, like like monthly listeners go down and like interactions go down it's kind of a looming father like shit what if i don't make it but i've kind of came to realize and this is one thing i was saying about like my girlfriend like we kind of just made me realize whatever happens everything will be fine you know like this is what i want to do i love what i do and if i keep working i i think you know whatever happens, happens. Um, I'm just glad to get music out there and for people to listen to it, you know. Um, it's nice. I feel like, again, like with like TikTok and social media, people get too caught up in like what ifs. And I've kind of recently just came to realise that like, you know, I just want to make music. It makes me happy. I put it out. And just seeing people react to it, it kind of gives you that extra boost of like, you know, this is fucking great so you know it's it's a thought but i've kind of recently came to learn with like not to worry about those things you know
0: yeah stuff like that is definitely like crushing because it's like i've seen people like they're doing really good but they were just like man i haven't been able to put out music for like this reason or this reason and like watching those numbers go down it really it really like it feels almost personal
1: yeah for sure and you know it's it's not great, and like, you know, those thoughts aren't great, but also the way I see it is the world is a big place. We've got more important things going on, you know. We've got a fucking war right now. There's people that are fucking, you know. There's genuine struggle in the world, and me worrying about not making it as a musician is a tiny speck of the actual problems in this world. So I feel like I'm just happy to, just grateful to be in a position where I can make music and put it out to people.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's definitely a good way to, to put it in perspective and not and like get caught up in your own
1: like grand Yeah, thing. exactly. And it's only kind of just recently I've recently just been thinking like that it's kind of taken me a while, but I feel like this is also why it was great to not release anything for a few months. Like obviously I dropped the demo of Dial Tone. That's just something we had sat, that was kind of just what I wanted to put out. It's not like an official release, just something I wanted to independently drop um but like for the actual like other stuff there's stuff ready we're just holding it for the right time i want to figure out sound wise what i want to do and it just gives me time to reflect and kind of live life a little bit you know
0: yeah and talking about like putting out music for other people to listen to like what do you think your your target demographic is like who when you're thinking about the
1: people who listen to your music what is that what does that look like to you um honestly like It varies, it really does. I feel like it's definitely like, it's definitely people in their like 20s. Um, Like, honestly, like for the Sad Stone kids, you know, like for Spotify for artists, you can like see who listens to your music and like what playlists it's added to. Yeah. It was just like, most of it is just either like teenage girls being sad or like just guys and just like gym workout playlist. Like it's it's great. It's really nice to see people for different there's also like there's a lot of stoner playlists which I think is fucking sick because you know um that's that was the aim. So there's a lot of stoner playlists as well. So yeah I feel like my demographic's mixed. I just really appreciate anyone that listens. Um it's really nice.
0: Yeah for sure I think it, it, your music does lend itself to a lot of different occasions, so because like I've yeah, shared it yeah. around with my friends and stuff, and they're they're all very oh, different. Yeah, and like they're all very different, like their musical tastes, and they was just like, yeah, no, this is this is really good. Perfect. I, no, I appreciate that a lot. Um, thank you for sharing it. Yeah, man, no problem. Like like I said, like uh, I, I'm I'm really trying to keep my composure because this is like really cool. <laughs> this is oh, a no, really cool no, experience.
1: Well, oh, this is what I was saying earlier. Like that's so like crazy for me because like you know it says, like this to be a cool experience to you that's like that's so mad to me that like you know people like want to have conversations with me like in general you know so i really appreciate that hey, man like
0: when i when i first hit you up i actually didn't know you were from the uk i and you're like i'm from London. oh, like, oh yeah. for real that's crazy
1: yeah yeah, Does yeah it doesn't come I'm... too
0: much yeah so when when you're trying to grow an audience, like how how do you go about growing your audience like that? Because it is kind of difficult. Because people choose a lot of different tactics. Like you said, you're not on TikTok, but that's like a really great way to grow
1: like temporary listeners. Um, this is something I'm still trying to figure out myself. I feel like if I knew the answer to that, I'd be a, a very successful guy. Um. I feel, you know, you've just got to... Interaction's key. Like, you have to communicate with your audience. You have to talk to people. Um, and I've also, like, as I say, with London, just, like, you meet people at shows, like, you network, you end up writing with people. Like, I feel like it just comes with time. Um, you know, say so like, TikTok is very, like, in the culture of, like things blowing up overnight now um and like that's a really cool way to do it but like it's very like like far and beyond so yeah i think so just go like what i personally like to do is like um just interact with people talk to people um who have the same interest and like actually have an interest in music and You'd be surprised how many people like you meet from that and like support as you gain. Like as you were saying, like you shared my stuff to your friends, people share things around like on stories, and then it kinda of just goes from there. I've kind of found. So it's nice.
0: Yeah, I think I think that is the most natural way to do it, because with TikTok it's very like, oh, you got like boosting your <coughs> listeners for like a few weeks or a few days and not like anything yeah. consistent. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um like consistency is you know I guess key it's like that I'm still trying to figure out how to maintain that but you know we'll, we'll we'll figure it out eventually
0: yeah so looking like looking at your music talking about how it's very personal what do you think you want yeah. your like impact to be what do you like want to be like known for when you're all said and done like people can look at it and be like wow this guy really did this bit really well
1: um Honestly, like I just I don't mind how people react to it as long as they have a reaction to it. I think that's great. Like you know, I'm not gonna. I like I like to start off with like small goals. I'm not gonna sit here and be like in five years I'm gonna sell at Wembley Stadium. Um, I just for now, I just want people to enjoy it, make memories with it. You know, um, and I think that's all that matters because as I say, I wrote them. In my bedroom, like in a small town in Manchester, you know I'm just a normal person. So, if people can react to it in any way, I would. I think that's great. Um, regardless of you know what it is. So if anyone like you know would like turn one of the songs on and they think of someone like they played this with, I think even that for now would just be nice. Um, because you know like reactions like that and like. Is the reason I'm sure everyone makes music. So it's, yeah, even just to have that would be nice. And then time will tell, you know, whatever happens, whatever music we drop, if someone, you know, was like, oh, he did this, he did this, that'd be really cool. Um, But just like for now, as long as people enjoy it and they can get something from it, that's like really sick to me.
0: Yeah, I think... It is. It is really like kind of surreal trying to think about like man. I don't. I don't really know what I want people to to know me for in like ten years.
1: You know. Yeah. I mean, like, look. I don't even know. What I'm having for fucking dinner tonight. Do you know. Like, yeah. So I don't know what, what's gonna happen in ten years um, with my music. So honestly, I feel like as long as people like it, someone could be listening to it right now and like be making a memory of it. That'd be you know like it's just whatever comes in the moment if someone likes it you know that's great to me
0: yeah and like with with you expanding genres i think it's gonna gonna allow it to like influence even more in that way like stretching yeah
1: i'm i'm really looking forward to like expanding and like reaching out with different sounds because you know it can go one of two ways like it can do Great, people can hate it, but like I'm just there's so many sounds that we've like tested and just never put out because we're worried it won't do well. But I'm just you know I feel I feel that would be like a discredit to myself. So I'm kind of just doing what I love, making the art I want to make, and then whatever comes comes after it, you know. Um, but I am looking forward to seeing how that all plays out.
0: What genres have you kind of tried to tap into?
1: Um. So my first EP was meant to be like indie rock kind of like funky stuff. That was meant to be the whole like blueprint. It was only until I wrote Unemployed when we made it like a kind of bit like lo-fi that we went oh shit this sounds cool so we've been trying to tap into that um, a bit more like you know I've been writing a lot of like that genre lately as well um, even like going back to like when I first started like playing more kind of like straight back stuff I don't want to do too much of that um, like it's not it's not I've necessarily like outgrown But I don't think it's something that I'd like to do continuously. I feel like I've done the sad boy phase. That was fun. I was 16 and with a guitar. But now I kind of just want to get into more like experimental stuff with a little bit more to it, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of artists have a lot of like have a difficult time outgrowing their like original stage. Like with The Weeknd, people were really upset when he just like branched out beyond just being sad. And I think he's done a
1: lot better. He's not. I think. I mean, The Weeknd just dropped that album, and it's completely different to anything he's done before, and it's pretty sick. So like, big up to him. And that's exactly kind of like what I'm glad I did. Like you know, I did the whole like singer songwriter guitar that song thing when I was like 15, 16 Um, and then I have just felt too comfortable and I only thought you know it could go so far so I just wanted to mix it up we're doing the lo-fi stuff it's really cool I'm really happy with it but eventually I'm going to mix it up again and just so on and so on Um, which I also find fun because like going back to like the demographic and like of my listeners that will hopefully expand with like whatever different genres we end up putting out you know
0: yeah I think it definitely could keep people on their toes and like it also allows for other people to like oh I've never really heard anything that sounds like this maybe I'll look at yeah.
1: it like that. exactly that um, it's always good to mix it up and like I feel it like because when something's going like great I feel it's too easy to just sit comfortable and I don't really want to do that. I want to, you know, really tap into other things and see what I can do. Because like, I'm not saying, you know, like the lo-fi stuff will be gone forever. Of course not. That'll probably be like my main thing. But like, I wouldn't, for people that listen to me, I wouldn't, I would say to them, like, don't expect this to sound, like every release to sound similar, you know.
0: Yeah, and it also like, when people can look at it, People's discographies and look back on and be like, "Wow, this guy really did everything. He like really checked all the boxes." Yeah,
1: and that you know that you've just answered the question from earlier. Thank you. That's another thing that I'd love to do in like the next like ten years. People to be like, okay, even if someone was like, "Okay, I really liked this EP. This EP was a bit strange because he did this, but then I like this one." Like that's fun to me because you know it shows that I mixed it up. And if someone doesn't like it, it's it's okay because it was nice to do it and it was out there yeah
0: talking about like future releases like do you have a do you have an idea of when you're when you're dropping next or is it just kind
1: of up in the air right now it's like very much up in the air right now it will probably be in the next few months um there'll definitely be at least two more songs by the end of the year um but i'm very much in the mind like the process of like there's no rush because like this is another thing that i kind of recently learned like there's no rush with these songs like whenever we did a song like for like first ep even it was like okay we need this done and this done by ben and then like there doesn't need to be any rush like when the time's right it'll drop and it makes it better as well like there's so many times that I've like removed something from Spotify because it just like wasn't ready. And like, like before I dropped Unemployed, like, last time I debut single, I guess, but like, I had like 10, 11 songs on my page before like 2020, and they just like all got took down because I mean, I was young, like, you know, everyone goes through the like mistake phase when they're young, but. It was just all so rushed and it just wasn't worth it in the end because there's no rush, you know. We just got to get it right and then when it comes out, it comes out. So that's why I'm in a comfortable position of like, okay, I've not dropped anything since October, but I'm still working, writing, you know. it's I'm feeling in a very like comfortable and fortunate position.
0: Yeah, so do you think... We'll ever be able to like see those older songs. You think you're at, at any point you're ever going to re release them?
1: Um, there'll be like some that I think will see light of day again. There's a song called 16 that, um, is very like indie rock. That was meant to be the opening track of the first EP. I feel like a song like that would see light again. Um, some of them, to be honest, no. Um. To put it like as lovely as possible. Some of them are just straight up shit, so <laughs> probably not those. But some of them, yeah, for sure.
0: What is it like like doing music for so long and starting when you were like so like younger? Like you're still pretty young. So like, what's it like? what's that experience yeah?
1: Like? Well, this is what I mean. Like, I listen back to songs I did when I was like, 16, 17, uh, even like eighteen, and there's just such a big difference for like now. And, like, even though they're not out, all of them are on a private SoundCloud link. And, like, some nights I'll go back and listen to it. And especially if I'm high, it just blows my mind to be like, fuck, that's actually what I used to write and sound like. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's really weird. It kind of, like, creeps me out a little bit. Because, like, some of them are, like, really, really different yeah
0: so with the evolution of your writing style like do you think you have like a different method to writing because some people they just go in and they just like do everything off the top of their head or do you have like a, a proper like sit down where you like write about it and stuff
1: um like to be completely honest with you i feel like i am a better writer when i am high um i know that sounds like such a cliche thing um but it kind of just opens me up a little bit more makes me feel a bit free makes me possibly like talk about things i wouldn't talk about it just kind of opens everything up and just makes me feel more comfortable as well um so the writing technique, I guess, hasn't changed still. Just me and a guitar in my bedroom. But just, like, experimenting with other things to write has also been fun, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I think everyone, a lot of people have very different methods because, like, some people are like, I close all the windows of my house, I close all the blinds, Yeah. And just sit in the dark room for 30 minutes until I
1: like, churn out, like, five songs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's mad, like... I feel like whatever works for people is what to stick to, like, you know, um, everyone writes differently, everyone does things differently, but whatever works for the person, I think is just, like, good for them, you know, it's it's a good way to just get shit out. So, for a while you said you, like, like were in
0: the singer-songwriter category, so have you ever, like, yeah. tried to branch out and, like, write music for other people?
1: So, yeah, I do write music for other people. Um, I There's a few songs out on Spotify that I've written um, for other people. Um, there's a song that I wrote with a friend of mine called Marco. Uh, we wrote a song 2019 December, or 2020 December. It's called Away From You. That song just hit, I think it's like 800K streams on Spotify. Wow. So... It's so nice to be able to write for other people. Like, there's songs that I've got now that I've written that I'm going to give to other people just because I think it doesn't suit me as greatly as it would someone else. Like, you know, I write a song about Kickle, like, okay, cool. but then the more I play it, like, especially it shows, like, if I'm playing it and I'm kind of like, okay, this, I don't really know what I'm doing with this song, I feel that's kind of my instinct to give it to someone else.
0: Yeah, so like, for how how does that come about? Like, because I know a lot of people are just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really, really try with this one, and I'm not gonna give it up because this is really cool, but it it Um, just doesn't end up working.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm actually in that. I'm literally in that at the minute with a song that is either gonna be my next single or it's gonna be someone else's. Like, that's how weird it is. It's either gonna be the next major like single I drop or I'm gonna get rid of it. And like, yeah, I really don't know. Like, I'm, I'm so torn between what to do.
0: Yeah, I think it is. It sometimes it does just come down to, well, some if somebody if I think somebody can do it better than me, then it probably wasn't meant for me.
1: Exactly, and that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. I feel like the best thing that I do is I make a demo, like we produce a demo, see what it sounds like, and then I feel like you get more of a feel of okay. This song's for me, or let's give this to someone else. Or some songs you just literally forget about, you know. Some of them are just not meant for anything, and you got your emotions out of the written, but they don't necessarily have to be a worldwide release, you know? Yeah.
0: I know you said a while ago uh you haven't really been in contact, like, physically with your producers, so how is, like, the, the music, like creation process been like are you
1: still like actively writing or have you just like taken a taken a break for a little bit um i mean for like the last month i've been taking a break because i've been so fucking ill i've been dying <laughs> um but um other than that yeah um i've been i say i've been writing like, a lot lately and like i've had that um i've had that influence in my life and inspiration to write about things that make me happy, which is nice to be writing nice happy songs. Um so I've been writing a lot. Um it's also good because we have a choice of like we can, you know, instead of going I've got five songs, let's make an EP with these five, we've got like twelve or thirteen songs. Let's actually see which ones fit and which ones don't. There's a better selection. So yeah, I've been staying on top of writing, um, and again, like, I used to put a lot of pressure on myself for writing as well, like, I'd feel guilty for not writing for like two weeks, and now it's kind of like, you know, when you write, you write. It, it just genuinely is just, whenever I feel inspired and whenever I want to write, I'll write, so it's it's nice. I'm in a very, like, lucky, privileged position right now in terms of, like, creating, and It's the most comfortable I've felt in a long time.
0: Yeah, I think once you you find that sweet spot where like I don't really need to put anything out just yet where I can just kind of like coast by for a little bit and then put it out there and I know
1: it's kind of like it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Like Again, I've just kind of come to learn there's no rush with these things. Like when things come out and they come out and whilst they're not, people still have the other seven or eight songs on my page that they can listen to. Like, you know, so, yeah, I'm feeling very, very relaxed right now.
0: Yeah, so, so what kind of music have you been listening to recently? Like, what's been in your rotation as
1: of late? Oh, um, what have I been listening to recently? That's a good question. Um... Well, my girlfriend's a really big Mike Demarco fan, so we listen to a lot of Mike Demarco um, as of late, which is nice. Um, so we've just been playing that. Um, I've kind of just been trying to um, like get into a lot more like newer music as of late, and like kind of revisit old songs as well from like my childhood. Like even just like as an artist, and how important it is for like. Spotify like, Fresh binds. and So I really like to go on, like, New Music Friday and, like, find a new upcoming artist every week and just listen. I feel that's always fun. Um, but honestly, kind of just, like, going back and forth with, like, songs I used to listen to on songs that are currently in my playlist, it's honestly, like, a weird mix. We go from, like, Biggie Smalls, Mike Marco to Billy Ocean. Yeah. So, so it's a weird mix.
0: It is re- it's good to have a lot of different sounds going on. I love Mac DeMarco. I listen to Mac DeMarco all the time.
1: He's a very cool guy. He's a very, very cool guy. I also, this, like, it's also really nice to see that he's another guy who like, doesn't get caught up with social media, who just kind of makes music that he likes and has a good time doing it. Um, so, yeah, that's honestly the goal. Like He's, he's got it down to a T.
0: Yeah, and I know you said, you know, you aren't really big on social media, but, like, where, where can people find you at?
1: Uh, people can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like, everything other than TikTok, really. Maybe eventually I'll cave and have to use TikTok when new music comes out. Um, but for now, yeah, just mainly Instagram. You can see some stupid fucking pictures of me on there and having a good time.
0: All right, man, you can find us at the Drop Culture Podcast on Instagram. And we, we actually do have a TikTok. We don't use it ever, but it, it does exist, and it's at the Drop Culture Podcast. Well,
1: we'll, we'll make a pact where we both, like, revamp our TikToks at the same time.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that's what we'll have to do. Yeah, we'll do that, for sure. All right, and uh, we got new episodes every Thursday. Remember uh, to do it for the culture. Do it
1: for the culture? Let's do it.